This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. Alright guys, so I'm going to try to finish out this video um, because I just I want to give Sneeko a fair shake, but He's just a fucking idiot. I want to believe. And, um, yeah, we're going to try to finish out this video and then we're going to go to like two other videos. If you're watching this on stream, but I want to try to figure out this video. So, um, let, let's, let's go. Let's, let's, um, finish out this video. And, um, by the way, if you haven't seen part one of this video, um, just, Find it in the playlist when I actually have it um, up. It's you know, you'll, you'll see. And then from there, you know, we're going to make sure that we're enjoying it. So, all right. By the way, if you can, guys, hit that like button and subscribe and all that other follow shit and everything like that. So, um, let's let's go. Last time when we were listening to Sneeko make himself look like more of a fool. He was talking with Charlie, who had who was utterly decimated him. It's been like a NBA player, NBA team playing a team full of on a, on a court in basketball, playing a team of little leaguers. And yeah, that analogy didn't sound right, but I'm trying <laughs> anyway, let's, let's go. Um, we also saw at this time that, you know, Charlie was putting his foot squarely in Sneeko's ass. And um this is this requires some music. So let's get some background music on and let's hear this shit. Let's go. He was with three women. I wasn't there either. I guess we're never going to know. But exactly. you can get the DMs from the basketball player. To add on to this, if there's even small So this is past where we were talking the about The way you where just um, let's see. I think we were right here. Let's go. Justified it is a way many other people that you call playing the victim would also be able to justify things. The point is, when you are constantly whining and talking about how you're go. being attacked, it is still being victimized. I tried to point a mirror at him to point out that a lot- So, I think we were right here where Sneeko was talking about how everybody was mean to him and how they canceled him and how, how his feelings were hurt. So, like, yeah, this, this is where we're at. So, let's go. 
every streamer, the entire internet, all of YouTube reacted to your video. I drop a response where I even apologize for going out of character and getting emotional. And then people. It's and I know I said this last time, but Sneeko, stop stealing McDonald's Wi-Fi. Stop stealing McDonald's Wi-Fi. Million views hours. Nobody watches my rattle. Some of them react to me and making me die in an animation, but nobody wants to see what I have to say. I've become a caricature on YouTube rather than somebody who has something to say. It's I've become a meme. You did that to yourself, Sneeko. You did that to yourself. Because I am banned. That's not victimizing. That's actively pointing out how strong censorship is and how people on mainstream platforms can run with the narrative when you're not there. Who got you banned, Sneeko? Was it the shit that you said? Or did just some cabal just decided that they were going to shut you up? Alright, let's go. Let's the go. way you just justified it is a way many other people that you call playing the victim would also be able to justify things. The point is, when you are constantly whining and talking about how you're being attacked, it is still being victimized. I tried to point a mirror at him to point out that a lot of the things he criticizes other others for is things that he actively does himself, and the one I focused on was victimization. Because the way he justifies, you know, playing the victim is justification people have used in the past that he calls out. So I was just trying to illustrate that it's not only hypocritical, but also just kind of silly that he and with all of his beliefs, still plays the victim and whines so much on Twitter. But that point wasn't really landing, we just kept kind of going in a circle about that one, so I don't want to focus on it too much here. It's disingenuous, and now we're having the debate, but you would rather DM and go and make this about drama. Oh, let me go and react and do more drama content rather than have a conversation. But I never... Yeah, that's his job to react to stupid shit on the internet. It's his job. Remember you were doing it for your job too? Remember those videos that you did, Sneeko, when you would see, watch people do street interviews and you would call them out for doing or saying stupid shit? Remember that shit, Sneeko, right? Remember that's how you got to the level that you got? I don't get why you don't understand that, man. I'm did glad that. you're doing it now. I, you have to remember that I didn't start any of this. You reacted to me telling jokes about your friend and then had your audience tell me, and that went on for like two weeks, and so eventually... I explained why I don't like you. And then when I did that, that was the only time I planned on talking about you. You went on stream with your gun to threaten me, and you kept it up for three months, adding no, I didn't, me to- I didn't do that to threaten you. That was a joke about clips. You, you oh, it was a joke. It was just joking. It's just, why is it when right-wingers get called out for doing dangerous or threatening shit? It was just a joke. Yeah. Why? why? Well, it's a joke that Charlie was talking about you. He was making fun of you. Remember Bring Back Bully and Sneeko? You got bullied, dog. But it's not... It's, look, 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 look. It's not bullying. It's not canceling. It's making fun of you. I actually think I was threatening you. I, whether or not you were... Victimized, you're gonna think, okay, you're going to say victimized. You're going to say I'm actively trying to threaten you by I, saying a clip joke on a stream. I don't think you were actually coming after my life. It doesn't change the fact that for three months you continued to carry it on. I wasn't reacting to you. I wasn't even talking about you. This was a quick point that I think he did see my side on. He likes to make the claim that I was farming him for views and AdSense money, which couldn't be further from the truth. I never wanted to talk about Sneeko. I never had plans of doing it. He kept poking and prodding me until I did. And then once I did, he wasn't happy that I was so mean in my response that for three <laughs> months he did carry on this... Uh, very one-sided beef until once again I decided to spit and play in the pig pen and I made a tweet firing back at him after months of not even mentioning him and then made a follow-up video but it was never part of my agenda to do that 
and I think after explaining it to him, he did see that he was really the instigator. And I am glad that he did have that, you know, realization after our conversation that he was willing to accept that. I think that is healthy, that he was open to seeing that, okay, maybe I was wrong and his intention wasn't drama AdSense farming. What do you think? Wow, that's... I would have loved to actually see him admit that, but let's go. That I've said that I don't believe in. So for, we'll use RB for example. You think I'm weak for not taking you up on a boxing fight. But, on the same side of that coin, you won't take Brandon Buckingham up on that boxing fight. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right, Sneeko is scared of Brandon Buckingham. Somebody who's an actual professional fighter. You know what that reminds me of? So, remember, and those of you guys who know, Haas, Infrared. Infrared is this big bruiser. I say big, he's like 5'7". And I'm not going to lie, I'm 5'7", too. This big bruiser motherfucker who thinks that he can bully and holler and shout somebody down. And he's challenged the um, insane motherfucking bad empanada. But he's also, also challenged Dylan Burns. And Dylan Burns was like, yeah, I'll fight you. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they, he realized that Dylan Burns has actual fighting experience and then Haas back the fuck down like these tough guys and Charlie's even said it these tough guys that think oh I'm gonna fight you and when somebody accepts it because they can fight back oh no I was just joking I was just joking I was just joking tell you what Snicko you don't even have to fight Charlie why don't y'all go into um a gym competition, a lift competition. Why, why did you do that? Why, why don't you do that? Let's go. The whole point was, I don't stand by my beliefs because I won't fight you for it. Well, with that perspective, why wouldn't you fight Brandon Buckingham when you feel so strongly about your beliefs and he says the same things I do? Wouldn't you want to prove because that you stand by- the first fight that I want to take, the first fight that I want to take would be against somebody, one, who has more clout than me, two- So he's doing it for clout. He's doing it for cloud. <laughs> so you're doing, you're disingenuous about it. Okay, let's go. I so disagree with ideo ideologically. I don't disagree with him ideologically at all. But he says I the same really things know. I say about you. This, this person has been obsessed for a long time. He's suing me for emotional distress. Personally, I don't care about this person and there's no benefit for me to take my first fight with this person. So then if your I beliefs- somebody, I challenge so, so then you're, the reason I, I was banned on Twitter for challenging Hasanabi to a fight, one, because a lot of people want to see that. He's well-known. He disagrees with me completely. There's a lot of tension for that fight. If I fall So you're just doing it for clout. I'm sorry. If I'm going to fight somebody, it's because they fucking tried to assault me first. Then I'm beating the brakes off of them. But this shit... Why would I waste my time or risk my freedom from beating your ass into a coma over just words why why it's just words because if i start i'm gonna beat you into a coma so i'm not gonna do it so that's why i don't advocate violence because it's stupid but hold on guys hold on
sorry guys my mother was calling about a tech issue <sighs> let's continue for you you have said a lot of things that are very negative about me there's beef in the air and you talk a lot about me so things that you probably wouldn't say to my face it would be an entertaining fight Does he not get that people can talk shit about you over the internet? Sneeko, you've talked shit about people over the internet all the time. It's not worth throwing fisticuffs over some of the dumbest shit people say. It's just making fun of you. If you are so fucking insecure that somebody makes fun of you, that you want to fight them. And on top of that, you're doing it for clout. That at that point, it's not, we can't even be so sure that it's pissing you off. It's just like you said the number one reason was for a clout. That's fucking unbelievable. Right, let's go. But that's, again, that's not the point. The whole point is you think I am weak and you keep harping on this for not taking up on the fight. But you won't take someone up on a fight that's saying the exact same things I am. So it seems like the beliefs, you don't stand by that strongly if you're not confident I you can that you make would a never spectacle. Accept the fight. Charlie, Charlie, we both know you wouldn't accept the fight. Right, I've made the that very was, clear. We both know. I mean, like, he said it straight out. I'm not going to fight you. I have no need to fight you. What's... It's so obvious that Charlie doesn't give a fuck about fighting you. He doesn't feel like his masculinity is online because he's secure with himself. He doesn't fall around a fucking admitted rapist and a sex trafficker to make himself feel any type of good. His masculinity is secure in and of himself. So why would he need to fight you? Even when I challenge you, we both know it's to point out that a lot of people talk a lot of talk online and they never have to face the consequences because they stay in their room. Just like with you and Brandon Buckingham. Just like with you and your literal, your literal words was, I'm just going to stay in my room and make jokes. Gaming all day. That was to point it out. Men are tired of seeing this back and forth internet drama. They want to see people go and settle it. I've never said a word about this person that you're bringing up. I haven't said a word about him since last summer. I won't say his name publicly again. I'm being sued for emotional distress. I'm leaving that alone. I have no problem with this person. You, we have gone back and forth. We're going back and forth on Twitter. People want to see it. People are tired of these keyboard warriors going back and forth. That was to point out the fact that men should not feel so comfortable talking a lot of talk on Twitter that they would never say in person. You made claims of Brandon Buckingham being like a rapist and shit. Wouldn't that be something that you'd want to fight about at that point? Like, that I, was I, not a claim that I made. That was not a claim that I made. I can't remember the specifics of it, but you did toss out the word rapist when talking about Brandon Buckingham. I don't remember the context it was used in, but you did mention it, right? So why is all of a sudden that now beneath you? Like, you, you don't have any problems with him now after he's willing to fight. The point is, you're talking about you say these things and you don't have consequences well what about you you said these things he's trying to give you those consequences that you think are so <laughs> important look he's he looking around for brandon already he's looking around for brandon and you won't take him up on it there is a clear hypocrisy right, that was that was the, something that was a different example the guy was a uh, previous fan it's a giant misunderstanding there's a lawsuit involved he's looking he, he, he does not know what to do right now <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. I can't talk about this too much, but that is not what I accuse him of. I do not think he is that word. I never said that about him, and that's a lie. He wants to do it because there's a there's an obsession going on, but that's irrelevant. Well, it, it's all tying back into the point I'm making, where the things that you preach against, you yourself embody. 
I'm not trying to use this as a gotcha moment, but I do think it's important to illustrate here that Sneeko is still denying this claim, even though there's tons and tons of video evidence where he does say that Brandon Buckingham was threatening to rape someone. He says it multiple times, and that's what the lawsuit was about, but it doesn't prevent Sneeko from fighting Brandon Buckingham if he was, you know, open to it for defending the beliefs and stuff, which is the point I was trying to make. I'm gonna R, I'm gonna R word your girlfriend. Literally said that. And he said, I'm gonna R word your girlfriend, bro. This dude said he is going to R word my girlfriend. Bro, nothing warrants saying I'm gonna R word your girlfriend. Saying you're gonna R word my girlfriend? He said that? Yes. Word for word. I'm going to R word your girlfriend. Okay, talk to shit by threatening R word. Claiming that someone said they're going to rape someone is insinuating they are a rapist for making the threat. So this is just the point that I think he was way off the mark on because he did make these accusations. Man, it's almost as if we have video evidence. Sneeko, Sneeko, Sneeko. We have a number of people saying that you did do that. Even yourself. Is, 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 are you going to believe what somebody said? ...against Brandon Buckingham. Your energy. $50 on a course from vetted millionaires or watching a game streamer for six hours every night. Well... <laughs> He didn't use the course to get rich. He's getting rich from the course the same way that the course that you're <laughs> selling is not like your main way that you made money. You are Oh my god. He's calling this like what are you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna get spend fifty dollars to learn from millionaires or spend six hours watching the motherfucking gamer every night? Should I watch the game if the shit is for free? I'm just saying. We're making money from that course now as opposed to what the course is teaching but again this is getting completely sidetracked that, that's just not true that's not my main source of income i enjoy doing it and it's a great way to have a network and you talk about all the lonely men that are out there what are you doing to go and help these people wait it's not my job to want to help them wait it's not my job to like lead them sneeko is is it is because you were a lonely man that you needed somebody to guide you and lead you instead of you know in, 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 instead of like trying to change your personality it uh, okay i'm sorry let's, let's just go we understand that there's a problem with loneliness of men people get in there they ask me questions about how do i network better how do i find people who are like-minded you give them advice and you can see them transform their life i'm curious as to what you think is a better alternative because game you stream gaming for six hours is that a better solution to men who are lonely watching you play video games i mean like it's not exactly the fact that Charlie is somebody, and I'm I'm not a, like a Charlie Dick writer, but you literally see something that I can actually respect him for in the background of his shot. The motherfucker wrote and produced a fucking comic. His lifestyle that he's done. He's maybe thirty, and he's used the streaming to be able to create not only just a stream platform but he's used his lifestyle to create an esports team to literally create merchandise that he likes and to put out a motherfucking comic book that's more inspiring than the shit that you're doing Sneeko whining about how you got PTSD because you saw your girlfriend getting fucked. Or giving advice to men who don't know how to find a community of like-minded people who don't know how to make money online and want to live a lifestyle where, look, I'm in Japan. You're still in the same room that I've seen you in since high school. Was that a flex? Was that a flex? 
<laughs> wait, was that a flex? Wait, 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 wait. You think he can't go to Japan? Sneeko, do you really think he can't go to Japan? Oh my God, Sneeko, Sneeko, dog, dog. Was that a flex? Do you really think he can't go to Japan? I'm sorry. He has a esports team that he pushes out and he admits to losing money on. But you're you're in the same room that I've seen you in in high school. And look, I'm in Japan. That's not the flex you think it is, man. That's not the flex you think it is. I I can go places. I choose not to. I'm happy here the same way you're happy traveling in Japan. Like, these are non-arguments that you're making. It's the same argument I've of- I've never seen you outside of your room. And, and It's almost as if he streams in his room. Oh my God, fuck. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Oh my God, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Okay, all right, let's go. Let's go, let's go. I don't know how many years I've seen you on YouTube. I've never seen you out of your room. I've seen you with dildos in your room, throwing it at each other and your friends. I've never seen you travel. I've never seen you network with other people. I've never seen you show your audience what's possible if they make money as well. I've seen you play video games since like 2016. In one of the clips you showed of me, I am outside at Gasparilla with my girlfriend. What are you talking about? Yeah. One of the clips that he shows, he is outside with his girlfriend at a fucking celebration outside. I'm gonna let that sink in. We got into a little bit more of a heated argument about this point. I do still take great issue with gurus charging for courses, much like Sneeko does with the creativity kit. And it's something he actually pitched a lot during our conversation. So it seems something that he strongly believes in. I don't know if that's because of the monetary gain he experiences from it, or if he truly believes it is something that's changing lives. But he did pitch it multiple times because I pointed out that I don't like that kind of shit. It feels exploitative to people that are desperate and looking for anything, whether it's a sense of community or a sense of here's how to get successful like me. When really the success is built upon the people that pay for it, not what you're preaching. At least the majority of the- I mean, like, that's a base take. That is a base take. And you know what? I I can respect them for that. A lot of people who are in the mental sphere are actually taking advantage of these lonely, sad men. Instead of making, like, look, I can make a course for you right now. I can make a course for you right now. And I will charge you free 99 Come to my Discord, we can have a fucking conversation, and it will be just like, hey, be the person that you want to be around. Now, if you ask me how to get rich, how to get rich quick, and how to exploit people, I'm going to say fuck you and get out of my Discord. Uh, but still, if your goal is to actually have a fulfilling life, it doesn't exactly mean that you have to be super rich. But let's go. The time that's the case. And then he made the false claim about, you know, you don't showcase what's possible because you stay in your room a lot. Which I do stay in my room a lot, but there is so much content on my channel where I'm outside of my room, it's baffling that he'd even try and make that claim with a straight face. And even in the number one thing he showed for me, which is the picture of me and my girlfriend, we are literally outside at a party. So it, it, I don't understand why he keeps making that claim that I don't leave my room or I'm, I'm only in the house. But it's, it's the soy boy con content. It's the soy boy content. That's, that's all it is. It's the, it's trying to stereotype somebody who is, which Sneeko admits, is more popular and has more clout than he does.
He's an NPC. Sneeko is an NPC. He and he doesn't even realize that he's doing NPC lines to somebody that he shouldn't be doing NPC lines to. But let's continue. But it is something that I fought him on, and he did clearly see he was incorrect on, so another thing he was willing to concede. But still maintaining that courses, like $50 a month, isn't a lot of money, especially for the value he believes people get out of it. And maybe I can only speak for everything I've ever seen, but I've never read or met someone who is successful because they bought a online guru's course. I only ever see or hear about the people who've lost so much more money than they ever had to spend because they are chasing this fucking hopium that's being peddled their way with these courses and guides. Now again, Sneekos might not be that. I haven't read it, I'm not 100% sure, but the vast majority of these guru courses are completely worthless scams. You're talking about things that are agreeable, and this is what I've said about Andrew Tate. He doesn't always say silly, dumb shit, but he does, and he couples it with good, real things, like you mentioned, porn addiction is a problem. Like, no one's gonna disagree with that, but everything that you're sprinkling in outside of it is totally fucking irrelevant to the rest of it, man. You I mean, like, it's almost as if these red pills guys, their biggest enemy is not the leftists, which we should be their biggest enemy. It's the rise of normal people. That's all it is. It's the rise of normal people. No, that shit doesn't make any sense. That shit doesn't make any sense. Like, seriously. And I'm not saying Charlie is some... It's, I don't know his political be beliefs. It just seems normal. Centrist. Like... You're selling somebody. It's... It's motherfucking Avon for guys. That's all it is. It's, it's Mary Kay for guys. Come be a part of my course. Then you can actually make money just like I do. That's all it is. And these motherfuckers don't have to do nothing but sit back and give empty ass platitudes. And they're raking in money because there are so many desperate guys that think, hey, I'm just going to throw away $50 a month to try to get a million dollars every month. And it's stupid. Shit, most of these guys would probably be better off spending that fucking $50 on a dating site. And at least that then, if they change the way that they think, they can get some woman to touch them. Well, let's continue. You going and flexing on your audience isn't showing them what's possible. It's showing what's possible when they're paying for your lifestyle. The advice you give, you thrive off them staying miserable. Right? The second they get happy, the second they get money, no, the second I, I they, definitely don't. they will not I be paying don't. for your course if anymore. My audience, if my audience does not get value from my content, they're going to leave. The reality is that streamers and... Bullshit. I know that there are people right now that will tell their audience, don't donate to me. I'm just talking about Lowe's cows. And their audience will still donate to them. And they've been open and honest like, yo, I'm going to use this money for a strip club and, uh, and, and, and alcohol. And they've been upfront, and people will still donate because what their audience is getting from them is entertainment. Entertainment first, foremost. And so people don't mind throwing around money. And it's not the jab at the creator. I actually think that creator actually has a lot more motherfucking, um, has a lot more, um, 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 honesty that they give because they upfront about telling them.
So yeah, no, fuck that. Like people are paying for the entertainment or to be close or to some parasocial shit. That's what people are paying for. But let's continue. Content creators like you, the audience always grows up. They watch a little bit of the gaming content, then they grow up. They're not learning anything. And so they go to another content creator. They go to somebody else who's popular or trendy. You need- That's the nature of all fucking media and entertainment. Sneeko. That's, that's just it. Oh my God, he's so fucking stupid. To add value to the audience or else they are going to grow out of it. And the I value from- the, the value of most things in entertainment. What you used to do was humor interlaced with your stuff. Now it's just preaching to the choir of people that already subscribe to your hive mind. It's you're still doing no, the same thing. That's what you see on Twitter because that's the only thing <laughs> Oh God. Oh God. He doesn't realize that people who are watching who are following his Twitter may actually be people who's watching his content as well. He doesn't get it. Okay. All right. Let's go. Platform that I'm still allowed to be on. If you watch my stream, I have I watched your streams. When I watch my stream for four hours, it's not preaching. A lot of it's humor. My motto is seek truth through funny. Would I you abandon? What's going on in the world? Oh my god, he, he's he's not used to people fact che fact checking him. All right, let's go. You you. It seems you've completely abandoned that. I have watched your streams. I have. A lot of it devolves into just talking again about the same things you always mention. Soy boys, bots, woke mind virus, and then dancing around. And then always trying to defend and find the other side of something controversial. It's the same formula over and over again because that's how you found to keep your audience hooked. It's no different than that's people that- I go on Omegle and I'm joking around for an hour or two hours. I bring on my viewers and we joke to each other. I bring on people, real life people, they sit next to me and we joke around. I have different- That doesn't stop them from being in the same fucking bork ass collective that you're in. This shit is no longer funny. Oh my God, oh my God. Different podcasts, I have different guests. The jokes that podcast you- Ryan Dawson, uncovering Epstein and uncovering the truth about 9-11, which I really recommend that you go see, to an alternative platform that's labeled as an alt-right conspiracy website and still maintain the same audience. You can't do that by repeating the same things every day. Yes, yeah, oh my God. He's so fucking, he's drunk his own flavor aid. You have to add some value. But you can. That's the number one grift right now. As long as you are contributing to an echo chamber, the people will not leave you. You form a reliance where they're constantly suckling your tit for ver like validation that their point of view is the right one. And the more that you claim the victim... Oh my god. Hello? Welcome to the conservative party. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The more that solidifies and cements them that that belief is the correct one because That's people are attacking not true at all. I've been talking about the woke mind bias for a long time, and now my audience wants to get it to know the truth, so I've been interviewing different people. I did a whole podcast on... Oh my God, he just, he just admitted it. He's been talking about the woke mind virus for a long time. And now his audience is getting into it. And he's interviewing people who, who, who also believe in the woke mind virus. Wow, that echo chamber is loud. Recovering Epstein and who's actually on the client list because that's one big conspiracy theory that people want to know more about. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump was on the client list. All right, all right, let's go. I did an entire podcast uncovering 9-11 and the Iraq war and what happened and why. Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened with 9-11. We fucked over a lot of Middle Eastern countries, overthrew democratically elected leaders, and people got pissed about it. And some of the people we trained to fight the Soviets and that training came to bite us in our ass because they saw... Anybody who came over and fucked with their land as invaders, 
And so the training that we gave them because we started to act like the invaders, they used on us. That's what happened with 9-11. You know, that that's the thing that really happened. And 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 I and I I, I I'm sorry to tell you that yes, there were people who lied. And you know what, Sneeko? I know you weren't alive for that time frame, but at the time 9-11 happened, we were outright saying that these motherfuckers are lying. Don't do this. Don't go. Don't do the Iraq war. These motherfuckers just want to invade. That's what was happening. That discussion was happening at that time. How do I know I was alive for it? All right, let's go. War is created by deception. I'm getting into more things because if you get repetitive, they're going to leave. Admittedly, I do feel bad doing one thing that I hate when other people do, which is, like he mentions, box him into categories. Because it is very possible, outside of all the content I've watched from him, that he does other things. Now, I have seen a lot of him. I've watched quite a few streams now, out of uh, curiosity, since his big meltdown with the, the whole dancing with the gum thing about our beef. <clears throat> so I went on there and I did watch some of his streams from that point forward, but they always went the same way. But I do think it was unfair of me to try and box it in and say he's always doing the same thing when it is entirely possible that it's just my exposure to it and what I've seen so far. So I do completely concede that it is possible he does more and talk about more than just what I see on Twitter and the streams that I've seen. But it is worth mentioning later into this discussion, he boxes me in and says all I do is sit in my room playing video games on stream for seven hours a day. So he is still guilty of the same thing he's accusing others of, which... Hypocrisy? What? No! is a point I like to make, but he doesn't fully realize when I say it to him, but hopefully, you know, after our conversation, he does take a step back and recognize- No, he's too fucking stupid to realize it. All right, I was let's like, go. Okay. I am guilty of a lot of the things I'm accusing others of, but anyway, that was a point that was kind of branching off from the core topic at, at this moment of the discussion, which was courses. I have no respect for people that are selling courses on like, here's how you make money, the number one way to make money, guaranteed success, you're gonna, you know, make it with this one, give me this amount of money every month for my book. I always find that to be exploitative, shitty, scummy, and completely useless. Those kind of creators, those kind of people, they rely on desperation. Exactly. So let's think about this logically. Why would someone who's selling courses on happiness and how not to be lonely, how to get laid, or how to make money, why would they actually want you to succeed? Because then they lose you as a customer. It is far more in their interest to keep you miserable exactly. to keep buying the product. And it is something a lot of them are guilty of doing. Now, I haven't seen Sneeko's creativity kit, so I can't say for sure if he is also... I mean, like... I get why you would want to be as as charitable as he as you are, um, not because Charlie's a good person, but because Nico is just that pitiful. But no, no, I get it. I I fucking totally get it. And not everybody. And, and I realized something with myself. I realized with myself that I tend to not think the worst of people, but I tend to think more that people are I tend to think that if it comes down to it people would do dishonest shit and lie to themselves about doing dishonest shit that's just me like like it, it's one of those things where it's just like it's the whole reason why I think a lot of billionaires don't see themselves as hurting people because they believe that well if somebody else is in my position they'll do the same thing that I would do so I'm not really doing anything evil but you're hurting people by cutting their jobs, cutting their pay. Well, if they were in their, if they were in my position, then they would be doing the same thing. Of course, like of course, I'm just doing it, and it's not really immoral because everybody would do it. Like no, dude, you're doing it. You're doing the thing. And 
I just don't give people credibility of not. I, I would give people more respect if they knew that they were hurting people or if they knew that they were doing some bogus shit and they just admit it. This whole, I'm not really hurting anybody. Of course, you should get, um, find out, pay $50 for me because, um, in order to make it rich because I, I'm, I'm rich. And so you should learn from me for 50, $50 a month. I, and I'm like, no, dude, you're, you're, you're being scummy. You're being fucking scummy. So I commend Charlie for still trying to be charitable in this instance, but I'm, yeah, you're being fucking scummy, but let's continue guilty of it as well. Maybe he does try and offer legitimate advice and actually help people. It is possible, but that's not the case for the vast majority of them, which is why I always call it out as this is scummy or at the very least unnecessary. We live in a time where you have access to all the information you could ever want. You could, you just need to search it up. You don't need to be paying people that you view as successful to learn their secrets. When those secrets they're revealing aren't what they used to get wealthy in the first place, it's selling you hope. When you are buying their product, you are filling their pro their pockets. It, that is the product. The, the book, not what's in it. It's mm -hmm. the book. They're making their money off your purchase of the book. Exactly. They're not making their money off of the advice they've given you, at least not the majority of the time. And that's what I was trying to talk about here. What are your beliefs? What are, what are they? I don't know them. Can, can you? Sneeko, I'm going to tell you something. Just because somebody has fame, just because somebody has money, doesn't mean that you need to follow their beliefs. It doesn't. What you need to do is, excuse me, develop some introspection. Wow. Sorry about that. Develop some introspection and come up with your own moral axioms, your own moral beliefs, instead of trying to copy somebody else's and try to make yourself a copy of somebody else. I know the joke is like Sneeko is discount Andrew Tate, but it's that's true. You don't have a fucking personality. You don't have any fucking ideology, but what somebody else told you and the same five lines you can repeat. I don't look to people who are rich and who are famous to say, what do they believe so I can believe it too? That's stupid and it's weak minded and it's fucking lazy. Do the goddamn mental work yourself to come up with your own axiom and principles, your own beliefs. Can you take bits and pieces of someone's moral system and, and, you know, work to fit it in yourself? Yes. But again, it's work. It is something that you would actually work to do to, to fit in how you believe you should be not just saying, Ooh, I'm going to hold them up as my moral icon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But let's continue. Tell so me I what feel, you in. yeah, I feel like I've made my beliefs very clear. I am very firmly on the side of 
there are certain things, and it's going to be different for everyone, that make people happy. And the main thing I want is for people to be happy. I don't like that men are alone, which is why a lot of the advice I give is telling them to get out of their comfort zone and start with something like the gym. The gym is a very social environment. It's an environment where everyone's working towards similar goals. You immediately surround yourself with like-minded people, and maybe you make a connection at the gym. Maybe you can find a friend there. But even if you don't, you are out of your comfort zone in an environment where people are working for a similar goal. And that already changes your mindset as a person. You've given yourself a goal, you are acting on it, and now you're surrounded by people that are also in a similar boat. I think most importantly is I want people to be happy and a lot of times they can't find that So I don't think there's anything wrong with escapism like watching someone play a game or even playing games yourself Watching a sport playing a sport yourself is also great. I play pickup basketball every Thursday Getting out talking outside of a comfort zone instead of sitting online making 20,000 tweets on the Sneeko Twitter I think is not productive <laughs> He looks so mad man He looks so mad <laughs> He looks so mad. Like, wait, what do you mean you play pickup basketball every Thursday? I, I only see you. I only see you sitting behind your desk. What do you mean you go to the gym? You don't look like you go to the gym because you don't have like 16,000 workout videos of you going to the gym. What do you mean? Sneeko, Sneeko, dog. Object permanence is a thing. Just because you don't see something doesn't mean that it, it, it doesn't happen. And I get it. You know, that's what theists they, use for the whole existence of God. But, like, you can take a pic. You saw a picture of Charlie outside of his room. You know, the studio that he records in. It's almost as if his job is recording. Let's go. Replying to Sneeko's Twitter, replying to my Twitter, none of it I think is productive. I've had Twitter since 2012, I've made 2,600 tweets, and half of those are just shit posts or a retweet. I think all of that, locking yourself inside as a recluse, living in this completely toxic landscape like Twitter, is the most detrimental thing for a person, and that extends to TikTok as well. I think TikTok has absolutely ruined people's brains in terms of what they can even stomach as an attention span. Having to have, like, subway surfer underneath a video of someone talking because you can't focus long enough, I think it's all a problem. So the things I talk about are usually geared towards either entertaining people. It's like this is the first time Sneeko has actually realized this shit. I'm, I am definitely surprised that, like, of, of course, like, dude, like, okay, wow. Fuck, wow. For eight minutes a day or whatever, or during a stream if they're already home from work and just need to unwind, I think all of that is fine. But I do always try and give some level of advice. My background, I'm, I don't know if you know, I'm a human science graduate with a concentration in exercise physiology. I believe very firmly in the mind-body connection in terms of strength building and muscle. <laughs> Why is he teaching him? Oh my God, Sneeko is, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God, Sneeko is looking like, really Daddy Charlie? Really? He is really? Wow. Wow, he's looking like, really Daddy Charlie? C can you teach me too? Like, dude, like, I, like, I get it. Like, and I'm not gonna make the joke that Sneeko didn't have a father figure. He probably had a good father figure. It's just he was too stupid to listen. That's just like um a Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross family was like, no, He's just fucking stupid. He had a bad breakup and he fell down a rabbit hole. But let's go. Muscle building. It, it's going to change your whole brain chemistry and it will help improve the way you're looking at the world. So that's one of the big things I talk about is even if you're 100% comfortable with your body, 
there is no reason not to at least try to make these kind of differences and change your perspective on things. It, like, it doesn't even have to be a body issue. It helps your mind overall. I am always against people paying for advice from so-called gurus and professionals because you don't need it. The beauty of the internet is it is an unlimited repository of all of the human knowledge, just this compendium of every piece of information for every subject you could want. And you can access it for free. Under no circumstances do I ever advocate for someone paying up to $50 a month for advice they can freely find right now. Even if it doesn't come with yeah, a built-in... He's not even listening. Oh my gosh, you can just tell that he's not listening. He got pissed, he got triggered, and he's not even fucking listening. Oh my God, let's see this. He's about to say some stupid shit out of his mouth. I know he's about to say some stupid shit out of his mouth. <sighs> he's about to say some stupid shit out of his mouth, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, gamers in... always have their argument, but then they never talk about how college is a waste of time and that people go into fifty see... to one hundred thousand dollars in debt from people who aren't vetted millionaires. If you could... oh my god, <laughs> damn it! He just really said some stupid. Wow, gamers are always not talking about how college is a waste of time. He he's he he literally just said that he studied this shit in college. And he literally gave you a motherfucking, he, he literally did a dissertation. I don't know, not a dissertation, literally, but he did a dissertation of how, hey, this is my background. This is what I studied in college. And this is how I, this is how, you know, I feel works. Wow. How fucking stupid are you, Sneeko? You were not listening at all. And then you went into the talking point that every fucking conservative on Fox News, Newsmax, and OAN does. Well, college is just a waste of time. Who's the fucking bot? You could pay $50 and talk to a vetted millionaire who has made money online in a way that they don't teach in school. $50 is a steal. People but get really upset about this because you're paying somebody directly and you know who you're spending the money on. You don't get upset about college because you don't know the principal, you don't know the master, you don't know the donors. They're nameless people behind a university. So the point of the network is, is collection of information concentrated in one place and also the network of people that you can find. Right here, I'm in Japan traveling with somebody that I met from the creativity kit. That's no. something that is valuable and that you will only find by paying $50, which is not a huge price. That is a big price, but also, do you see what just happened there? You $50 went in... is a huge price. That's the same price as your merch that you're using to advertise on this drama. The whataboutism continues. Fuck! He's so fucking stupid. Charlie is selling merchandise because they're clothes. He's charging $50 for a robe, a, a, a terry cloth robe. Do you know those motherfuckers cost like $75, $80? And he's getting a cheap ass version. I, I mean, like, I don't know the quality of it, but he's wearing a terry cloth robe for $50 and you have a fucking issue? I. Wow. Wow, he's dumb as fuck. He did not listen at all. Okay. Would you rather your audience pay $50 for a t-shirt from a gamer or they meet somebody that they can go start a business with? That The merch isn't $50 for a t-shirt, but regardless, what I want you to recognize is what happened there. I was talking- 
Okay. I, it's still not, but with, what just happened there is I was talking about something and you went into PR speak and salesman mode to talk about your course and you attributed something to me that I actually talk against. I actually have spoken many times about why college just isn't right for everybody. It's not. It simply isn't. I think college provides an invaluable social experience where if for the first time in your life you're on your own, so you learn how to fend for yourself, you learn how to interact with roommates, strangers, so you get social skills, but college is not going to be a great fit for everyone, especially when it comes to certain academia uh, positions. God damn it. And see, if you are to say that, that college isn't for everybody in the way that certain certain skills are actually taught in college, that's fine. That is something where we can just sit down and have a discussion. But college is incredibly, immensely valuable in actually taking you out on your own. You know, the, the shit that a lot of cons... Uh, conservative parents are scared of that their kid is going to get out there and actually listen to other things besides exactly what their parent told them to actually believe. It is incredibly valuable for that. But this dumb fuck, because that's that's what the real fear about conservatives, not that college is expensive, not that if if conservatives and you actually see it, if conservatives knew that they were sending their kids to a Christian college. Oh, they all for it. Sign me the fuck up because it keeps them inside of a bubble that they don't want their kids to be outside of. But what do you hear? Liberal um, professors and uh, the CRT. No, you're mad because your Midwest motherfucking corn fed kid is now going to college around black people. That's what it is. Especially like in some art fields. I actually talk a lot about that, but you keep lumping me in with this perception of a gamer and these beliefs that you don't know anything about me on and yet you still put me in there. You and should, then and you should probably make them more clear. I, I do. I've, I've been personally watching your videos. He, he, he does. For years and I had no idea about any of this. So I've seen you because you're stupid. You have the attention span of a fucking goldsmith. Goldfish. All right, let's go, let's go. Gaming, I've seen your react to drama content. I didn't know that that was your method to make people happy, which I think is a very, is a narrow way of answering that question about what you believe in and what your belief system is. I was still but that's going. that's fine, and I'm glad that you said that, and I think. Again, he was still talking, but the intention span of this fucking goldfish right here, it's, it's a miracle that he's in motherfucking Japan. I would be worried because some people may mistake him for a koi fish. For his fucking attentions, man. I think that you should reiterate that more in your video to add more value, add more value to your audience. I've so you said you've watched for a long time. These aren't secrets. I made a video six years ago. I just double checked. I uploaded a video six years ago called "You're Getting Fucked by College Textbooks." The entire video is about how college textbooks, in particular, are a massive scam and a very predatory system that universities are using. I do talk about these things. You are just not seeing them and then still putting words in my mouth. Uh, my beliefs, I think, are very clear to the people that watch. They're not a secret. They're not hidden. I make them very obvious. It was after this brief discussion here that the entire landscape of our conversation changed and it became very clear Sneeko never knew anything about me to begin with. He keeps calling me a gamer. Gamer, gamer, gamer. Using the hard G on me. Gamer. I, <laughs> okay. All I think right, that might be because that's the only content he ever watched. But I really don't think I've ever made a secret what my beliefs are. I talk about them on stream. I talk about them in videos. I've never been fearful of it. And yet Sneeko either pretends he never saw them or maybe he just legitimately never saw them. But after explaining to him, 
he really seemed to change his whole tone about me as a person. I'm not a psychiatrist here or an expert in the field, but if I had to wager a guess, I think Sneeko put an image of me in his head and attributed a whole ton of characteristics to that scarecrow that he put in there that just isn't actually me in reality. And that's who he attacks. So, so I will actually give him that. I would actually say if YouTube only recommends certain things, but like people like him, Mudahar, um, other people who I may not completely agree on their beliefs or terms. Like they're not like, you know, raging leftists, but you can kind of get what they're saying. You can actually get when motherfuckers are where a lot of people have disdain for certain things, disdain for consumer abuse, disdain for, um, company overreach you actually get that shit and i get like how people like moist critical who has he who does dry humor like just perfectly he does actually you know and i will praise him for that he does dry humor perfectly but people like sneeko they don't understand sarcasm or satire or analogies or metaphors, or similes. They're fucking stupid. But let's go. Oh, vehemently. Whereas I do know a lot about Sneeko, because there is a big difference between us in terms of our belief. It's all the fuck he talks about. It's the only thing that ever leaves his mouth, is always preaching about something, or trying to make a big statement about their beliefs or their politics. Whereas that's not me. The main thing I focus on is just entertainment. My videos are made purely for fun. It's just because I thought it'd be entertaining, it's a silly topic, it's something fun, and that's it. There's never really anything too much deeper. Unless it's a topic I'm covering that I'm passionate about or I have something more I want to add on to it about my own personal beliefs, then I do. I'm never afraid to. But it's not all I talk about. Whereas for Sneeko and a lot of people in his circle, their main content is talking about what they believe, whereas my main thing is just making entertaining shit. So maybe that's a core misunderstanding here, because he clearly didn't really know much about me. Whereas I do know a lot about him since he is so open with everything. He wears his fucking heart on his sleeve. And I just disagree with a lot of it. But a big difference is I don't hate people that I disagree with on things. In fact, there is nobody in the world, not even my best friends, that I agree with on every issue, every time, and see eye to eye on everything. But see, that's where he's missing it. That's where he's missing a lot of it. A lot of these people, they need... Sneeko, if he, he needs to build an echo chamber. Aiden Ross needs to build an echo chamber. That keeps the motherfucking plebs in that keeps the motherfucking um supplicant supplement supplicants in they need to build an echo chamber where you have to always agree 100 with the cult leader but let's continue i don't like that anyway i wouldn't want to have someone i agree with on everything i think it's important to have different perspectives and different opinions it's how you grow and it's how you learn as well so I don't get mad when people disagree with me or have different things that I don't agree with. That doesn't piss me off. But for Sneeko, it clearly has. And he really didn't even know anything about me to begin with here until after our conversation. Now, I know I'm cutting up our conversation quite a bit here, but I'm just trying to focus on like the big chunk topics that we tackled. One of them that we did touch on quite a bit and got pretty passionate about is gaming. And like Sneeko firmly believes that people that are gaming or watching sports are wasting their time. Uh, completely valueless. Entertainment like that has no value whatsoever. And I kept trying to point out that there's nothing wrong with entertainment, like watching sports, watching movies, watching streams, playing games, all of that's fine in moderation. But Sneeko only views it through one lens, which is excess, excess. 
uh, obsession, addiction, where all they do is watch sports, play games, do this and that. And then, of course, it is very detrimental and it is bad for overall health. So I'm confused because I've had this conversation with other people. You know that I'm 40, so I grew up with video games. You know that there are people who will sit back and say, "You all you do is play video games. But on Saturday, they're, Saturday, they're getting drunk and watching sports games. On Sunday, they're getting drunk and watching sports games. Well, I, I go to work. I, I, I hang out with people. But on my free time, when I'm not doing that, I play video games. Well, I may do some art. Why is it any different? You can only work out so much. Because I know some of these people like, go to the gym. And go to the gym, I work out. Have my home, own home gym. Work out every other day. Well, you can be doing this. You can be hustling. Sounds like get back to the mind, surfs. I, I'm not going to bother showing clips from that because that one just really went in circles. Uh, I think there's just a fundamental disagreement there where Sneeko believes anything that's entertainment-driven is just not worth it and time could always be spent better doing anything else. But then he puts his content on a pedestal that's an exception to his rule where, no, this content that I make is the one that's valuable. Everything else is worthless. This is the value. Oh, the... Special bleeding. Okay, let's go. This, you know, four hours, five hours of Rumble streaming and you know, whatever's going on over there, that's a good use of time, and all the other streams, like gaming and all that's terrible. So it's, that got really muddy and messy, and there wasn't really any way we met somewhere uh, and, like, had a, a perspective that made sense to each other, because his stream is just as much guilty of being a waste of time by his definition as my stream playing a game. It's still a form of entertainment and escapism, no matter how you spin it. I don't see how your message is somehow bolstered by spamming slurs, for example, like during that stream with the gun. I couldn't listen to you because you kept saying slurs. How is that necessarily helping make people happy or positive in any way, shape, or form? What does that do to contribute to your overall goal? The only possible correct answer is it doesn't. I'm doing it for entertainment of my audience. That's the only answer that he can give that would be any kind of right. But let's see. Because it's not humor either, so it's not seeking truth through funny. It's literally just spamming slurs because you were mad at me. It is. The reason that it's funny is because I'm on a platform that has free speech and you're not bound by wokeness where you can't say certain words and you're labeled racist or homophobic or transphobic. You're still labeled racist, homophobic, or transphobic. It's just that you're around the people that are like that and they find it acceptable. That's not funny, Sneeko. You dumb fuck. Hey, 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 hey. If you're around a table full of Nazis and you're not telling them to get the fuck away from me, you're a Nazi. But you can say things even if you don't mean them because we're not trapped with words. We're but not why say something? So <laughs> why say something that you don't move? I paused it too early. You don't, why, why say something you don't mean though? What, what does that do? Wouldn't that go against your ideology where you're like faking it? That's not a word. <laughs> He had to think about it. He had to think about it. Oh my god, he's stupid. He's so fucking stupid. A word doesn't encourage, a word doesn't encompass a whole belief system. A word can be funny. The word faggot is funny. That was the funniest thing you said this whole debate. No. No. How, how is that? 
I, I, see? I don't, you're laughing now, see? Well, that's because it's just an outrageous—it's an outrageous claim. Yeah, yeah, it's like exactly. talking to a it's child. Well, no, like, my point. It's no, outrageous. it's funny. Your defense. No. Oh my God, he doesn't know the difference between nervous laughter and actually funny. I. Oh my God, he doesn't know the difference. This is the first time we laughed this whole time. First time we laughed this whole this whole thing. This because is the one little word. Yes, because it's such a silly defense of it. It's like it's like a child who hears fuck for the first time. And he's like, ooh, daddy said fuck? Like, things started to go a little goofy mode here, a little wacko style. So, the slurs is something I've mentioned. I couldn't watch him on stream because he just kept saying the F slur. And my point here was, why? It doesn't really accomplish anything for his goals or anything like that. He's just spamming slurs, which makes it sound like he's just mad at me and trying to choose the worst words he can think of. Now, looking back on it, I do regret not pushing a bit more on this point because there was a lot I wanted to say on it, but I just got so thrown off and blown away by his explanation of all of it that I totally forgot to expand. Because he really only says the F slur, the homophobic slur. And he says it doesn't encompass a whole belief system. Okay, well then why is it only that slur? I, I don't think I've ever heard him start spamming the N-word, hard R or anything like that. And he's yeah. very open about how much he appreciates the Islamic faith. I've never heard him use any slurs against Muslims or anything like that. Mm. So if you feel so strongly that words don't necessarily indicate your actual beliefs, then why aren't you using more slurs? Why don't you drop more racist slurs during mm. your stream? Why is the only one you use the F slur? If this is really how you feel about those words, then why aren't you using all of the other slurs? Mm. If they don't mean anything, and you feel so comfortable with Rumble allowing you to use the F slur so loosey-goosey, mm. why is it only that one? Why not every slur? I'm, I'm just curious if there's like a tier list of slurs for you. Mm. I would have liked to ask more on that, but I guess I'll do it now in post. Which it seems like you can recognize. Do you believe that, do you believe that Andrew and Tristan Tate are innocent? That no. I don't know. They could be, and I've said that from the start. You don't, I, you don't have a, a belief on that? Well, because I don't have the evidence. They've been charged twice with the human trafficking, but none of the you evidence is public. All the, you didn't look at all the victims and their allegations. And how I, it, Sneeko, that's not how it works. It's, it's an evidence thing. Oh my God, he's so fucking stupid. He, okay. Everything was exposed on WhatsApp. How they plan to make a Netflix movie out of this? All I have that seen. was online. I think. But then, see, if you cover current events, this is something you jump onto the pizza box, but you don't take the time to go and look at all the evidence that was debunked. That's not true, though. Because like, I why, why, why do you spend the narrative laughing at somebody falsely in prison, but you can't go and just look at? It them? wasn't falsely. He had charges against them. You dumb fuck. That's not how the law works. <sighs> okay. Couple screenshots and see that as garbage. You're laughing at the pizza box putting two people in jail because of what you saw on Twitter. When I say the word faggot or I say a slur, it's Stop just a funny saying word that say. word. There's no consequences for that. Nobody goes to jail falsely. I have looked at the evidence from both sides. I always do. I don't just go to these tribes and just assume everything on my side is right and everything on that side is wrong. I take information from all angles in order to find where I personally sit on this perspective on this situation. So, for the Tate brothers, being charged twice with human trafficking, while there is some shady shit from the victims, there is still real merit to some of the things that people were talking about, such as something you talked about as well. The taking of the passports from some of the women and getting there under the guise that they would be able to date them. Those- that, That's- that's actually a crime, dog. He admits it. He- that's- that's a crime. He snelt- he self-snitched. Like, who's that Bruce Lawyer, like, who tells him stop self-snitching? These are very odd, very peculiar things. So it's not like it's just, oh, all of that's wrong and we have to disregard all of it because this is here. There is, on both sides here, evidence that makes it a very complicated case, which is why it's gone on for so long, right? It's not one where I know the answer. They could be innocent, they could be guilty. I do think it's weird they've now been charged twice. But there is some very odd things there because that's not exactly a light thing to come after someone for. And there is things that you, you have talked about. wrong that people can go to jail for four months without any evidence yes. of charges? And I, I, even outside of the Tates, I have said that in this country, where you can go to jail on suspicion of things without ever being charged. It's a problem. Yes, it is a problem.
He's so fucking mad. He doesn't know shit. Oh my god, okay. I didn't see that video. I saw the video laughing about the pizza box putting it out. So just because it, it didn't happen because you didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen, Sneeko. You okay. Did right. you make a video about that? Yes, and I talked, well, it's in the, it's in that video where I say I don't know if he's guilty. I don't like if there's real victims here. Like, I would never celebrate someone being a human trafficker because there's victims. I didn't, I wouldn't celebrate him being a human trafficker. That means there are real victims there. Even though I disagree with, like, his Hustlers University and a lot of the dumb shit he says, I wouldn't want him to be a human trafficker. That means there are real victims being in terrible situations. I did say that, and I don't know if he's guilty. I don't know if he's innocent. Nobody does right now, except for them and whatever's going on in Romania. The joking about a pizza box is things I make about anything that has craziness around it. Like the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. There's so much silliness there that I talk about, but at the end of the day, I don't know who's innocent or guilty. I'm joking about the goofiness of things that have come up. Okay. It's like... Again, this goes back to... Sneeko probably doesn't understand what a joke is. He just thinks, throw around slurs, throw around hate... Is in because people laugh. That's a joke. That's that's not how that. <sighs> One time. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. The time is getting better with that. All right, yeah, I gotta get going. Now he mentioned Andrew Tate, and this is another thing. Andrew Tate is very clearly an important figure in Sneeko's life, and it, I'm it's his daddy. It's his zaddy. Made two videos covering Andrew Tate. One of them joking about Hustlers University and just a lot of the silly things that he's done, and the other when he got arrested. So, let's talk about that. I have always maintained that Andrew Tate is a very entertaining clown most of the time, but much like a lot of personalities online, especially ones that sell courses, he has to sprinkle in very agreeable things with some of his rants. So he has good things that he actually will say, especially in terms of like men and their loneliness, and how working out is extremely beneficial to helping with mentality and just general overall mood and well-being. So he does say agreeable things that I've always said he has done a decent job of with those certain topics. But on the whole, most of the things he says are just outrageous nonsense about like how he doesn't watch Star Wars and that's why he gets pussy and has expensive cars or why books are stupid. Like th there's a lot of silliness there and Hustlers University, I have always maintained, is completely exploitative of desperate men. So yes, I have made jokes about Andrew Tate. I am not their biggest fan. Now, when I did cover the arrest, I did mention the pizza box theory. At the time, that was reported by multiple outlets as a very real possibility that led to his arrest. Yeah, it was. Like, okay, yeah, it was. Why are they so insulted that they hero get? Is it because that they hero got uh, was accused of being taken down by a pizza box? Is that what it is? That their hero, which is a stupid criminal, which most criminals are. Hello, Donald Trump was taken down by his own Picard of a pizza box. So at the time I did report on it, I did say it seems, talking about like this being the speculation as to why they finally pursued him now, but yes, I do understand that that was heavily disputed after the fact a, a couple days later. But I did talk about it and joke about the pizza box thing, which made Sneeko in particular very upset, thinking that I was laughing at two men falsely imprisoned. Which I've never laughed about. I've laughed about the idea of Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate being thrown in jail because of pizza boxes. I have also laughed and made jokes about some of the tweets that Andrew has made while in jail, such as talking about practicing his dragon karate fist that would break through every known metal on earth to fucking shatter tungsten or whatever. And yeah, I've <laughs> joked about the tweet where he's talking about like ghosts that he's killed, making himself sound like the goddamn paranormal firing squad out there, keeping the halls of the prison safe from ghouls and spirits. Wow. And while I made jokes at the idea of a pizza box leading to prison time, it wasn't the actual core idea of two innocent men potentially being in jail that gave me a big hearty belly laugh or anything like that. It was the outrageous circumstances surrounding it. 
I don't know if they're guilty, as I said in the video. I don't know if they are. I do find it weird that they've been charged with the same thing twice with multiple raids now, but at the end of the day, if they're innocent, I don't want to see them in jail. The reasoning for keeping them in jail was like a potential flight risk, like leaving the country, so that, I guess that was the explanation for it, but I have talked in the past about being imprisoned with no charges as being something I don't fucking agree with, which isn't a... Yeah, no, if there's no reason why somebody should be in jail with no with no charges. Those are called political prisoners. If you are in jail and you have credible charges against you, then yeah, okay. There are certain shit you don't get bail for. And if you're a flight risk, which if you don't subscribe that the pizza boxes got somebody in trouble, then you would have to go with the Romanian police whole explanation they were watching their passports and they knew once they get into Romania because they were watching their passports then they would actually get them it's almost as if they knew that they were a flight risk because they that's how they caught them because they were running away from the cops because they were a flight risk okay let's go controversial take so all of these things that Sneeko attributed to me were things that I didn't actually believe or, in my opinion, do. Talking about the pizza box thing the day that it happened wasn't outlandish. It wasn't until a couple days later where that was more debunked and heavily scrutinized. But even then, I still talked about it more of like a silly idea if this was the case. And the jokes I made about Andrew Tate were mainly about the response to Andrew Tate going to jail. Like some of the unhinged tweets about how, well, if it's true, human trafficking is not really that big of a deal anyway, so it's still bullshit. It's not that big of a charge, which is still a crazy thing to say. Yeah, there were there are people that are still defending the fact that he was human trafficking women. Which is so fucking outrageous because it just tells shows you the level of non-empathy that you have with other human beings. That well, she got tricked, but we all get tricked. What what? She got played, they got played. They couldn't go home. Well, they could have left anytime they want to. He, he took their passports. So, and? Uh, all right, let's go. The whole thing was never really about whether or not he truly was guilty or innocent, because I don't know. I still don't know. Nobody still knows because it's still an ongoing investigation. So we did talk about that. He did see where I was coming from, and I was appreciative that he was willing to hear my explanation for where I stand on all of that. And I do think that we uh, came to understand each other's perspective on it. Getting towards the end of our conversation, we started talking once again about... One of the things that I really tried to drive home and help, hope to have some kind of breakthrough on the way that he perceives jokes and insults, like, and trying to find what his line was, because he calls a lot of things hit pieces, like when Willie Mac makes a video breaking down, like, a lot of Sneeko's most baffling moments are, like, really big L's, Willie Mac will point him out and make jokes about it. That's not cancellation to me, but to Sneeko it is, and I kept trying to get to the bottom of that, and we did have more discussion on it, but I don't think we ever really reached a, a ground where I like agreed with him on his definition of like what canceling is versus what joking is so like meat canyon he mentions he had no problem with you had a good sense of humor about it and found them to be enjoyable like that's great but then why doesn't that same thing extend to someone who also still makes joke about jokes about it like willie mac did when i really just feel like it's the same thing there is be because one hurt his feelings even more and that's when you hurt his feelings you canceling out his love his love that he deserves to get from everybody is deplatforming advocating for deplatforming and then there's just insulting someone and i haven't seen a ton of people 
advocating for Sneeko to be deplatformed, aside from a couple of very rare instances of that. The rest I see as people just dunking on him the same way that he dunks on people he doesn't like. So we did just keep going in circles around that for like another 20 minutes, so I don't really think there's any reason to show too much of that. But I would like to get you to our closing statements, and then something crazy happened at the very end. Look at the way that people who are telling the truth get painted as. They get painted as these insult, like incel, virgin, loser, racist, misogynist. They, they try to box you in instead of instead of tell the truth about you because I, I think that they don't like what you're talking about. But I would like for us to have another conversation in the future. I like that you have a, a good message about how people should be happy. I like that you're advocating for the gym and you're playing basketball. Oh, my and you're God. To comfort zone. He really started to... Oh my God, he really did start to see him as another daddy. Oh my God, fuck. Are you gonna let him fuck your girlfriend too, Sneeko? All right, all right, let's go. Oh, what did I do, what did I do? And of jealousy because they see people who are living a lifestyle. Here. Makes me pretty interested to see where he takes that. Like if he truly does have a, a positive message he wants to spread, he did recognize that he hadn't been doing a super what you're talking about but i would like to first have another conversation in the future there we i go. like that you have a, a good message about how people should be happy i like that you're advocating for the gym and you're playing basketball and you're telling people to get out of their comfort zone i think that those are all really good things and i do think that you're funny i i can't deny about that like it's a little monotone but uh you know you're a funny guy I do appreciate the conversation. After our conversation, there really wasn't a ton of hostility left. I really feel like Sneeko built me up very differently in his head to paint me as a villain in his own mind. And yeah, the you reality is I just didn't match that description. Now, for me, I did know a lot about Sneeko, but after talking to him, I feel like a large part of that is a persona that he's putting on. The way he conducted himself in this conversation, I was actually really surprised with. He was much more calm. Like, he is still very passionate, clearly, but he's not having a fucking conniption and a meltdown like I've seen him do so many times in the past. So I do feel like it was a productive conversation, and there are just things that I will always disagree with him on. I'm not seeing eye to eye with a lot of the things he talks about, and that's just the reality of it. And it's that way with a lot of people. Like I said, there's no... I mean, like, and this is a fair conversation. Are we gonna get more Charlie debates? What? Can, it, are we gonna get more Penguin Zero debates? C can we? Can we? In the world I see eye to eye on with everything but there are very big disagreements between us in terms of things that we feel and things that we believe and after talking to him it really seems like he himself got lost in his own sauce and he did talk about like trying to change his approach to things to deliver a more positive message and that makes me pretty interested to see where he takes that like if he truly does have a, a positive message he wants to spread he did recognize that he hadn't been doing a super effective job of it uh, as of the time of this conversation and wanted to work on ways of rectifying that. I'm very curious to see how he goes about it and if he truly was being genuine. So the conversation I do think was a pretty fascinating and important one to have. And, and we're coming out to the end. So let's see what this weird thing to happen in the end. And one thing that happened that I still can't believe is real is during our conversation, people came up to him to talk to him and, and me as well during this. It, it comes from a place of cope okay. and of jealousy because they see people who are living a lifestyle opposite of them. And instead of admitting that there's a different path or admitting that they could have a good point, they try to bring down their character. That's the common theme I see with these people. So the intentions that I see from these people and the collage, they're not pure. They're not good. It's jealousy and it's hate. Wait, what? Wait, what? Hassan most likely has more money than you. Like what? I. Why would I be jealous? Okay, okay. Like, why? Why would? Why would Charlie be jealous of you, dog? I. Okay. And again, that is still something they could say about you as well. Exactly. That's just. 
one of the things that's I was fair. Really- and that's fair. And that's why you you made me realize that I need to this whole paper gate on Sneeko in the recent weeks. And I'm going to repurpose my message now. I'm not gonna. Wait, man. Yo, do you know uh, Moist Critical? Hey, say what's up to him right now. We're we we saying hi. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. hey look. I call you on Twitter. That's all Yeah. Hey. Uh, Traveling the world right now. <laughs> He's like, I saw you on Twitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, we saw me. What did you think of the Me Canyon video? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Hey, Charlie, what's up, man? It was. Hey, how's it going, man? It. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, sneak over right here. No, we we gonna talk to Moist Critical. Charlie, we squashed the beast. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I've been, awesome. I've been actually hard to talk to. It's funny. I think that's a good way to end it on. Um, hope we can talk again in the future. I don't think we should have beef. And yeah, you did. I I want to thank you for uh, for starting that whole. Nico hate brigade because it's like yeah you know what maybe I am um he's doing it for fucking clout oh my god he, you get embarrassed for clout dude you 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 talk about you talk about porn addiction but you're just doing a kink guilty of doing the same things that I am mad about and I, I do attribute a lot of that to to being canceled and a lot of resentment about that but I just have to spread positivity now and then not engage in the same type of behavior that I criticize yeah you're right about that so I'm just gonna go and you know, I'm not going to go attack mode anymore. I, I don't think that there's there's any value to that. It's just going to come back to me. Well, I actually really appreciate the conversation, man. It's nice to it's nice to hear like a more human side of you outside of like you know what I see on Twitter or Rumble. I actually do think this was a very valuable conversation. So, are, are we going to get more Charlie videos, conversations, debates? Can we get more? Can we get more of those? Can we get more of those? I'm just saying. Maybe he talks to Aiden Ross next. All right. All right, so this has been a long fucking clip, part two of it. And oh, yeah, wow, I finished it out. Wow, that was a thing that happened. Uh, like, share, and subscribe, and um, help the channel out. Trying to hit a thousand subscribers by June 1st. And we're going to cut this video segment here. If I gave myself a power